Every league, every team, every game, every season. 8 to 10, tell a friend. This is where the experts meet to speak on approach. You want to join the conversation, got to pick up the phone. Oh, yeah. All right. It's the verbal version of the replay, the recap. The game seven, the draft, preseason, the rematch. Players and coaches, the man keeps you posted. Whether you're rooting for the home or away. Dirt, turf, hardwood, grass, a clip. We keep the conversation going and we cover it all. So when it goes down, you know the score. When it comes to sports talk, this ain't no small talk. This is the big leagues, the ball is in your core. The best place for debate and point of view. After further review, you know what to do. Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. That's where you landed. That's where you are. That's where you're at. That's where you be. I'm the man. I'm in the building. You already know me, man. RM, desk, lefty, nice, left-handed, and all that good stuff. I got Bob James in the house with me. The ubiquitous Bob James, a.k.a. PBJ. Pretty Bob James and all that. Um, A lot going on, man. Shout, yo, first of all, salute. Shout out to Tiger Woods, man. Listen, um... I mean, when it rains, it pours, I guess. But, um, again, man, we're going to talk. We're going to get into that, um, get into some stuff with the NFL. Definitely, that's, you know, one of, you know, Bob's likes to talk that, that NFL draft stuff. So we're going to get that popping for you, get the NBA popping. Um, spring training starts, what, next week? So definitely get into that. Um, talk a little NBA, I guess, man. You know how I feel about this first half, second half thing. We're going to get into that. Um, NHL, I got my hockey people covered. I got y'all, man. It's a lot of, you know, cancellations and things going on with that. Um, it's catching up to the NHL. And, um, some boxing. I want to get into that, man. Shout out to Oscar Valdez. He, he, he put the, he put the, 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 the hurt on Miguel Burchett. Yeah. Dropped him 10th round. Knockout of the year. I mean, we used to call that getting starched. I mean, when you're in the middle of a, you know, a, a, a scrap and somebody just touch you and you do everything that stops. And that's what happened in that fight. Oscar Valdez, they were, you know, in the middle of an exchange. And Oscar Valdez caught Burchett with a left hook. Classic. Bung! And it was lights out, game over, good night, Irene, get the number of that truck, all of that. And um, we're going to talk a little boxing too, man. Um, I watched Adrian Broner. In his latest escapades, he got beat again, but they gave it to him. We'll talk about that. But I'm going to talk about stuff, man. You know how I do. 954-246-0398 is the mathematics if you feel so inclined. Um, where am I going to start? Let's start with the football thing because behind the scenes, me and my man Bob James was chopping it up. And he asked me, he was like, Yo, what's your thoughts on the trade? And I was like, what trade? You know what I mean? I was like, he's like Carson Wentz to the Colts from the Eagles. I was like, oh, that was my response. I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, as you all know, if you rock with the show, I'm not the biggest Carson Wentz fan in the world, you know, and you know the story. 
he got hurt, you know, um, draft choice out of uh, North Dakota State for Philadelphia Eagles, you know, doing his numbers. Everybody, you know, he's going to do his thing. Everybody's on him. Um, he ended up getting hurt at, actually after putting up some very, 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 very good numbers, like MVP-type situations. Um, you know the story. Nick Foles replaced him, comes in, wins the Super Bowl, beats Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, gets a, stadium, uh, a statue put up outside of Lincoln Financial Field. Um, the season after that, Carson Wentz comes back. Everybody's still you know, talking about Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz. Nick Foles ends up going to Jacksonville because that situation couldn't have, they couldn't have coexisted together. Um, you know, and, 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 and Carson Wentz, you know, hurt again, hit the, you know, hit in the playoff game against Seattle. Um, and again, I'm going I'm to stand on my square. I'm going to say that Jadavion Clowney didn't hit him that hard. That's just me. I'll leave it at that. Um, but now, and what I've been saying from the beginning with Carson Wentz, and you can ask Bob, Bob will tell you, or you can go back to the archives and shows. We got him. Okay? Carson Wentz is not really my favorite quarterback. Period. I mean, he's nice, but I just, I just really didn't see it. He was putting up the numbers, and the Eagles were doing well, okay, I guess. You know what I mean? But, again, he got hurt. Nick Foles came and played, you know, out of his mind, and then people forgot about Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz was the guy. They gave Carson Wentz, what was it, Bob, 129 $129 million? So, I, I, I'm like, so... They put themselves between a rock and a hard place by saying, you know what? We believe in Carson Wentz, even though we did get a Super Bowl despite Carson Wentz. And I hate to say it like that, but it's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Because if they didn't beat the Patriots that day, the first thing out of people's mouth would have been like, if they had Carson Wentz, they would have won. Tell me I'm lying. If, they, if, if the Eagles didn't win that Super Bowl, the Philly special and all that. If the Eagles didn't win that Super Bowl two years ago, three years ago, if Carson Wentz would have been in the game, the Eagles would have won. I can hear it. That's how this society moves. If, 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 if was a split, we all be twisted. So I don't deal in hypotheticals. I don't deal in imaginary situations. I deal in facts. Actual facts show and prove. Like again, at the end of the day, when you talk about Carson Wentz, for me, Carson Wentz is not a dude that that registers on the radar. And and, and Carson Wentz only gets props because of reputation. Yeah, he put up numbers. I can't deny that. I'm not going to debate you on that. I'm not going to debate you on that at all. But what does putting up numbers get you? The Eagles traded Carson Wentz. After all that talk about what Carson Wentz is going to do, who Carson Wentz is going to be, what Carson Wentz is going to do for the Eagles, Carson Wentz is the man. Ah, 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 ah. They got a two and a three for Carson Wentz. That tells you what the rest of the league thought about him. The truth comes out. When you try to move somebody, you try to trade somebody, and if people ain't checking for them, that tell you all you need to know about them. 
it was a whole bunch of people that was, you know, connected with Carson Wentz. The Bears, the Colts, a whole bunch of teams that needed quarterback situations. And the Colts, for me, and, 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 and I, I think, you know, Bob, you know, um, asked me that question for a reason. I think that the Colts are going to be worse than they were last year with Phillip Rivers. I actually think that. And if I'm wrong, so be it. But people are jumping out the window already. The Colts are going to win the AFC South. I think Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and them got some, would like to have a conversation about that. Because, again, when you talk about that, that, that division, that particular division, the AFC South, we're not going to talk about Jacksonville. We're not definitely not going to talk about Houston. So what you got left is Indianapolis. In Tennessee. Tennessee showed improved over the last couple of years. They couldn't get over that hump, and I'm not mad at them for that. But you know what you're going to get out of Tennessee. You're going to get a beast running back in Derrick Henry, and you're going to get a reclamation project who is nice now in Ryan Tannehill. He's past the reclamation stage. He's back. He gets his props. Ryan Tannehill is proven that he needs his name spoken on when you talk about quarterbacks in the NFL is doing anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this guy, Carson Wentz, goes from the NFC East, which is a dead division. It went from the loudest division in the NFL to the deadest division in the NFL. And you couldn't do nothing with that. And you got a Super Bowl, Carson Wentz, that you can't even talk about. They built a statue. I know he see that statue every day when he was pulling in Lincoln Financial. Like, that should be me. The statue of Nick Foles outside of Lincoln Financial Field. And the reason why I stay on this is because, like, I mean, I don't waste the word, Joe, especially just when it comes to this sports stuff. You know, and I found a lot of people, they, they tend to go along and get along instead of speaking how they really feel. Because we both seeing the same thing. We're both seeing the same game. We're both seeing the same highlights, the same numbers. But I don't know how these people are seeing that Carson Wentz is going to lead all these, you know, these, these, these teams to the promised land and never get it done. Almost, almost don't count. That's an old Brandy record. Almost don't count. So... Again, man, I think that the Colts are going to be, you know, worse. They're definitely not winning the AFC South. That's Tennessee's division until they decide to just give it up. So you can hang that up. And as far as, you know, um, having a, you know, uh, a competitive team, I think Carson Wentz has got has the same situation that he left in Philly. A, a, a team that's good, a team that's ready. Now you go to now you go to Indianapolis with you know the, the Taylors and the Max and the T.Y. Hilton and that defense mm-hmm. which is ready, Super Bowl ready. And, and again, I think that you know his relationship with 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 with, with Frank Wright, notwithstanding, because he's still gonna have to go out there and play. Am I right or wrong? He's still gonna have to go out there and play. You know what I mean? So I, I think that um, when you talk about a guy like Carson Wentz, he's got a lot of proving to do. 
you know, and again, you know, I, the people that defend them, that's cool. Do what you do. But we're looking at the same thing, and there's nothing you can tell. There's nothing you can convince me to make me change my mind about Carson Wentz. Not at all. When I want Carson Wentz on my team, I don't need Carson Wentz on my team. I'm a Super Bowl champ. You ain't heard? I don't need Carson Wentz. Hold that. So, again, at the end of the day, man, um, when, you, when, when you talk about um, guys that, you know, are going to make differences, is Carson Wentz going to be that much of a difference maker in Indianapolis? How hard is it to catch a crispy, flaky fish? Is Carson Wentz going to be a difference maker in Indianapolis? That's what I want to know. So, again, I don't think so, so I'm going to get off of that. Um, Bob, if Bob is in the building, man, we could talk about some, you know, some, some draft things and some other things going on. Um, you know, now that the Steelers and, and, and Ben Roethlisberger look like they're going to try to work something down for, two, you know, 2021, which is great. I think that's a great thing. You know, because I, I, it would be hard to picture, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, in another uniform or whatever. That's crazy. I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't even respect him after that. But again, um, a lot of free agents out there. But I think that a lot of these guys are going to end up going back, you know, to the to their teams. Uh, you know, for example, like we talked about T. Y. Hilton. You know, um, he had 56 catches last year for 762 yards and five touchdowns. Um, He's going to demand between eight to ten million. Um, I think that you know, at the end of the day, you know, when you got compare him to a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster, who's going to probably you know get somewhere between fifteen and eighteen. You know, um, you got to see why Hilton as as a, as a bargain, maybe. You know, he's been hurt. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that um, he could be a guy that could be counted on to make plays. You know. And um, again, every every important catch, you know, T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton, T.Y. Hilton. So again, he's somebody who definitely has earned his cachet, man. And I think that you know, eight to ten million, you know, if you if if, if you want to get a reliable receiver who's going to help you, but I think he'll end up you know staying in Indianapolis because again, he might get gassed by the Carson Wentz acquisition in Indianapolis. So we'll see how that works. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, you know, I think that, you know, rather than, you know, go to another team, I think Larry Fitzgerald would retire. I mean, 54 catches last year, 409 yards. They only have one touchdown, but that's cool. That's okay. That's fine. That's Larry Fitzgerald. You know, um, I think that again, to jump out the window, if we're just going to say some, you know, for just to talk, um, why not, you know, go play in Pittsburgh? I mean, played college in Pittsburgh, you know, um, Larry Fitzgerald, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, and I think that it would, you know, um, you know, um, get his competitive juices flowing. Definitely would want to, you know, try to get back to a, a, a big game with Pittsburgh and his home team and what a way to go out. That would be dope. Um, again, keeping it on the Steelers, another guy that they, that they probably could look at, um, Kendrick Bourne, you know, I think that, you know, Kendrick Bourne flies under the radar when you talk about receivers that, you know, could help a team and really, you know, contribute heavily, you know, with the 49ers last year, 49 catches with 667 yards. And, um, you know, he's looking to probably get average between somewhere between five and nine million. 
So again, I think that um, you know if you're going to give Juju 18 million, I think you can get Kendrick Bourne and Larry Fitzgerald for 18 million. But I think um, you know he's never really had high numbers in San Francisco, but he's really you know done his numbers as far as being a guy that can put some numbers up. All right, and um, being a mid-range target, I think that's his that's his best attribute. Um, another guy, Danny Amendola, I think his, um, you know, he's one of the guys that needed Tom Brady. Everybody talks about who needed this guy, who needed that guy. Danny Amendola needed Tom Brady. Okay. Um, I think that if Juju, you know, we keep it on Juju Smith-Schuster because again, he's going to be an important piece of what the Steelers do if he walks. But there's, there are people that you can, you know, replace him with that are reliable. And Amendola is one of those. Um, again, he's not scared. He's known for working over the middle. Um, again, you know, I think that, you know, quick slants and plays when you need, you know, five or six yards, um, Amendola could be that guy. And, again, um, these are all quality, reliable receivers, you know. Um, some of them – will come cheaper than others. I hate to use the word cheaper because that, you know, that's a that's a neg- negative connotation, but it is what it is. Um, Willie Sneed, you know, um, you know, you talk about guys like that. He's he, he's a guy that, you know, his name, when his name gets called, it's on a positive, it's something, it's something positive that happens, you know. Um, Matt Breida, you know, okay, I'm probably getting uh conversation from Bob on this one. Um, Breida had 254 yards rushing. Didn't have any touchdowns. Um, he was one of the, you know, the 49ers, you know, best ball carriers. He had 1,075 yards in scrimmage in 2018. Um, the last two years, he's kind of fallen off the map, you know. Um, when the 49ers were going to the Super Bowl, he was kind of like disappeared off the face of the earth. And then, you know, um, during the COVID-19 situation, he really didn't really do much with Miami. He's young. 26 years old, he's got a lot of speed. So, again, I think if Matt Breida can, you know, um, get somewhere and hook up with somebody, you know, it, it, it'll probably cost him between 2 and $5 million, and this is a bargain. And he's going to want to earn his money. Um, here's another guy, Mark Ingram. Now, he might be on the, the other side a little bit because he's 31 years old, but um, he's definitely, and he's definitely not a workhorse you know, in, in this, you know, stage of his career. Um, and you could tell because, you know, Baltimore didn't really give him that much burn, you know, late in the season last year. But I think that um,
This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped. Every relationship we've cultivated. Belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it. Together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. 102.5 KZOK with Daddy Bonaducci and Sarah. Danny, describe Hollywood for me in 15 words or less. No problem. I left as fast as I could and came to Seattle. Danny Bonaducci and Sarah. Mornings on 102.5 KZOK. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place you could go to save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can help preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby today at 5 Four one four two three five seven zero four, or message her at freedomlake.com slash grateful heart photography or heroes.app slash pages slash grateful heart photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by grateful heart photography. During this crisis, over 37 million people don't have access to nutritious food. That's one in 12 seniors and one in seven children. But there is a way we can all help with Feeding America. Their network of 200 food banks are up and running, distributing food to communities in need around the country. If you need help or if you can help, please visit feedingamerica.org to locate a food bank in your community. Together, let's feed the love. Hi, I'm Jonathan Clark, one of the most known voices in all of professional wrestling radio, here today to talk to you about a very important cause, autism. Autism is one of the world's most serious diseases and can affect us within all age demographics. It doesn't matter how young or old you are, autism can sneak up behind you and change your life and the way you perceive it to be for all eternity. Autism can affect the way we talk, the way we act, the way we speak, the way we look, 
and how other people tend to look at us in this very cruel world we're being brought up in. That's why I'm reaching out to you today, encouraging you to log on to AutismSpeaks.org to make a donation and offer your help in finding the cure for autism. AutismSpeaks.org will offer you some really helpful information on how you can play just a small role in finding a cure for one of the world's most serious diseases. I myself know many people who've been affected by autism throughout the years, and it's time we all come together and find a cure for this very frightening disease. I'm Jonathan Clark, the most attractive man in all of Internet Radio, telling you that you can make a difference. I'm Marie Osmond. Choices, some are minor, others life-changing. But what if your small choices matter the most, like the stairs or the elevator, baked or fried? What if these small choices determine if you'll be the one out of every three women who die of heart disease this year? These choices might not seem life-changing today, but women are dying of heart disease at the rate of almost one per minute. Luckily, it's mostly preventable. Choose to act. Our hearts, our choice. Make your choice at GoRedForWomen.org. If you love tie-dye, you'll love tie-dye and dream it. You can style in great handmade tie-dye clothing, such as T-shirts, sweatshirts, and even masks, which come in handy during this COVID-19 pandemic. The best tie-dye work at affordable prices. You can order your favorite items online at freedomlake.com slash tie-dye and dreamin', heroes.app slash pages slash tie-dye and dreamin', or you can call Abigail Summers and Susanna Caton at 541-423-5704 anywhere in the United States. Born in the Pacific Northwest, Tie-Dye and Dreamin' is the place for you. Give us a call and start Tie-Dye and Dreamin' today. Hi, this is John Therios. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than One Nostalgic Weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time only on One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. 102.5 KZOK with Daddy Bonaducci and Sarah. What would you say is the strangest thing you've ever ridden? Well, uh, I've ridden an ostrich, but I'm really looking forward to being strapped to the front of a hydroplane. Danny Bonaducci and Sarah. Mornings on 102.5 KZOK. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're back in the building. We're back in the building. We're back in the building. We are back in the building. After further review 2.0, a.k.a. Skyline Pass. Doing what we do on a Wednesday night. You know how it goes down. Pretty Bob James, a.k.a. PBJ, is in the building. You know what I mean? We was talking a little uh, free agents football. We was talking a little of that. But we be having some dope conversations behind the scenes, man. That's yeah, we, were, we really got to bring this on the air, too, because you were bringing up the Steelers. And my interest in the Steelers just went down. Mm-hmm. With the fact that they're going to keep Big Ben, they're going to renegotiate right. his contract. The man's willing to take a pay cut, willing to do mm-hmm. whatever he can just to just to still play football, and he wants to finish his career as a Steeler. 
I mean, you know, I right, love right. the fact that he's got the heart for the team. You know, once a stealer, always a stealer. You don't, you don't uh, bring, you know, take anything to another team. I mean, I, I get it, but man, oh man, mm. it's just I just. I just don't know what Big Ben can give at this point anymore. You know, I, I said he was going to get old quick last year, right. and he had the, he had this season-ending injury with his arm, and he was not that impressive this year. So, what's he got to gain? I mean, you know, by by trying to stay, what do the Steelers have to gain by keeping him? Man, that, you know, that's tough, man. I mean, again, you know, going to his. 39, you know, he's 39, be 39 years old, 18th year in the league. Like, you know, I think hopefully, um, you know, they need to get it together. I think they might be one of the teams that they should have been in, in, in the market for a, 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 a well, well, say a backup or for the, you know, what comes after Ben. You know what I mean? So now it's kind of like they're in a situation where now, you know, Ben is dealing with his contract deal and he wants to work out something where he can stretch one more. I think Ben can give him one more year. I, I, I think ben, if, if Tom Brady can do it, I think Ben Roethlisberger can do it. A healthy Ben Roethlisberger. If he if he's hurt or he's not a hundred percent, then don't do it. But the last couple of years, he's been dealing with some stuff. And again, you have to make the team around him stronger too. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't have like dropping passes. You know what I mean? Um, and then they're gonna have to you know um, make the Fitzpatrick is up to get paid. So what they you know what I mean? So and he's on the defensive side. I think he's one of the guys that the Steelers need to keep. Juju Smith Schuster is another one. I mean, you know, they're really they're really up against it here, you know. I mean, you know, and yeah, Big Ben's gonna take the cut all well and good. You know, and they mm-hmm. they need to re sign these people because it's you know, they're gonna have to do two things then. You know, I did a, I was doing a mock draft. I was uh-huh. doing a mock draft. I didn't put it on the air. I did my one unofficial mock draft I'm gonna do. And I just did this. I said, with Marquise Pouncey retired, and I believe they lost their offensive tackle as well, too. I said, they're going to have to do some things in order to in order to assure themselves into positions, you know. And someone, I had them trading down just so they could justify picking up Creed Humphreys you know, as their new center in the draft. Because you know that's one of the, that's one that's one of the positions of blocking that he's always relied on, you know. And I also had them pick, and in the second round, I had them picking up a running back. I had them uh, getting the second best running back, uh, you know, on paper, according to them. You know, I mean, you know, it was not, not, not it was no real e- easy feat there. You know, I had them getting, uh, you know, I had them picking up uh, Travis, uh, Travis Etine from. Uh, the, the Clemson running back. Yeah, the end, yeah. I had him picking up him, you know. I mean, I, it was just, you know, you had to do what you had to do just to get, you know, just, just for them to get it together right. on that one, you know. And it was just, you know, they so I had them getting at least one position covered on the offensive line and getting them a running back, so it's not going to be all on him. And that's the type of thing I'm looking at with the Steelers. That's the type of thing Mike Tomlin's going to be pushing for out of the out of the front office when it comes down to draft day. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I, I, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. And if you're gonna, you know, if you know, excuse the expression, 
But if you're gonna, you know, get you know Ben Roethlisberger back for one last run, you got to go all out. You got to go hard body karate. Like you say, you got to make sure you get a replacement for Pouncey on the, you know, on the offensive line. Make sure you get some receivers that you can rely on. And that was the Steelers thing. They always had receivers, man. Those guys, James Washington. What happened to him? You know what I mean? Um, they, you know, they always had guys that they, they, they could rely on. That's one thing that you, you know, could rely on with the Steelers is that they had a guy that was going to make plays. And Juju used to be that dude. You know, and, and, and again, I think $18 million for somebody that you can't really, you can't rely on Juju Smith-Schuster. And it's a shame. I hate to say it like that, but it is what it is. I'm not giving them no $15 million when I can go get somebody who, like a T.Y. Hilton for seven or eight. And then I could add me a Marlon Mack, even though he only played one game last year. And he hasn't really never played a full season. You know what I mean? So you can, you, you can fill those spots. You know, and have money left over. I'm not giving Juju Smith shoes to all that money. If that's what he wants to do, more power to you. I wish you all the luck in the world. But I need to replace multiple spots. I need multiple positions to fill. That your money could probably get me three or four quality players. I don't need an $18 million receiver. I really don't. Yeah, because who's who's gonna work? Who's gonna work under right. for a year? I mean, we saw we we, we we saw what went on with, uh, you know, we we already know um, we 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 already know uh, you know that there's one name that already can't do it in Mason Rudolph, you know Mason Rudolph. I mean, you know he was the better of the backups uh, the year before, you know, and um, of course now it was him and what? Yeah. You know, and yeah, I mean, you know, and they got the they got the ex they got the old first round draft pick from. I really have to think about it when I say it. The Washington Football Team. Yeah, I mean, so there's uh, there's you know, I mean, I'm not, you know, so there's really they're really going to have to also look to see if they should be getting a quarterback that can that can work under him for a, for a year. You know, that's that's the other thing. You know, I mean, do you. You know, do you do you wait to grab a quarterback next year and just try to build around him again, which is ultimately what you're going to have to do? Because you know, some you know someone's going, someone's going out of the backups. You know, simple as that. Someone's going. You know, I mean, you know, I think Mason Rudolph should probably be the one who stays, but that's a story for another time. Right. Yeah, man. So this is what we're doing, man. This is after further review 2.0, aka the Skyline Pass. I got PBJ in the house with me, pulling me down. Um, let's get some hockey scores in real quick, man. Cause we get ready to get up out of here around nine o'clock, man. And um, we can do what to do. Baseball season is coming up too, so we got to talk about that. Um, Lake Tahoe. Um, you know, and the, the NHL is dope because they try to have games outside. I'm not mad at them, but you know, you the, the West Coast. You know, Lake Tahoe. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm 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 sitting here watching this, and it's outside. The sun is beaming. I know that ice is melting, and they ended up having to cancel the game. You know, postpone the game from like two o'clock until the sun went down. I think you know stuff like that that happens in sports. It doesn't happen a lot, but when it does, it's crazy. It just throws everything into a you know a upheaval. Now they got to wait till the sun goes down. Now, a, a five-year-old could have told you that. You're not going to go with the West Coast, you know what I mean, 
in the daytime in Lake Tahoe and try to play hockey. Come on, yo. But it is what it is. In, 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 the, in, the, in the name of chasing the almighty dollar, you know, and bringing eyes to what you need to do is a dope idea. The idea was super dope. I'm not mad at that. But, again, you know, look what happened. Um, you know, shout out to, you know, everybody that, you know, participated in that. They have fun with it. It's really, really dope. And um, I think it's a great thing. But sometimes you just got to, you know, think some things all the way through. All right. Um, scores right now. End of the second period in Philly. The Flyers 4, Rangers 2. End of the second period in Toronto. No score between the Flames and the Leafs. Final Dallas 3, Florida nothing. Another final Tampa Bay Lightning 3, Carolina Hurricane nothing. Uh, 9 o'clock, they dropped the puck in Arizona. The Anaheim Ducks are in there. Um, 9 o'clock, they dropped the puck in Colorado. Minnesota's coming to visit. Kings are out in St. Louis at 9.30. And that's what we got going on as far as the NHL is concerned. Um, Montreal Canadiens fired their coach for Julian's. You know, I think that personally, I just think that this year, you know, should be, you know, this year, and last year we already passed through, but these, you know, next couple of years should kind of like be grace periods, man. You know, you're working under super stress. You don't know whether you're really going to play a game one day to the next. And um, I just think that, you know, it's to, to fire somebody during these times is kind of crazy, but it is what it is. They'll land on the street. All right. Um, what else I want to talk about as far as how? Oh, yeah. They're letting um, – they're letting, you know, fans back into, you know, some stadiums. I know Madison Square Garden for the Knicks play. They're letting them fans in. Uh, the Barclays Center, um, they're letting some fans in. I think that's a good thing, you know, slowly but surely. But still in all, just, you know, do your due diligence, man. You know, this is what we all want. We all want eventually to get back into the arenas, the stadiums, and the ballparks and all that so we can enjoy, you know, what we enjoy. Um but don't let us get close and then snatch it away from us again. And I'm talking to people out there, all right? Y'all get happy because, you know, the weather's out and beat, beating people in the head with this, you know, uh, uh, pandemic fatigue. What the hell is that? What the hell is pandemic fatigue? Just because you're tired of staying in the house? We had this conversation before, so I'm not going to go into depth with it. But it doesn't really make any sense. This is why we're spinning in mud as far as trying to get ahead of this thing. Okay, because people want are suffering through withdrawal and, pan, and and they want to go outside. They want to live a normal life. Be, where do you end up every night? At home, right? So why can't you enjoy your home? It's cool you want to go out. But these times don't call for that, and I'm tired of saying that. I'm tired of saying that these times don't call for that. If we wasn't dealing with a pandemic, cool, let's go out. Let's do what we do, but be careful with it. Now, all of that. It's not, you know, and, and here's another thing I want to say before we get up out of here, man. It's not, you know, the people always say, well, yeah, I put on my mask, I wear my mask, this and that and the third. It's not those people. It's the people that don't wear the mask. And they act like they, you know, not wearing is a badge of honor. But then when they, you know, end up, oh, I didn't know what it, you know, it, it was, it was this, you know, serious and this and that. And the third. I don't got no time to hear that. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now from the door. 
before it even gets to that situation. And I know that's where it's going to end up. I'm letting you know right now from the door, I don't care about you. If you end up having a tickle in your throat and end up with a ventilator laying on your stomach, whose fault is that? And before we get out of here, real again, I want to speak to something. That's, that's going to be on my three-minute rant. I'm going to do the three-minute rant before we get out of here. But, um, again, I want to thank um, PBJ. All right? That's pretty Bob James in the house. I want to thank um, ubiquitous Bob James. He's the same person, like, you know, Humpty Hump and Shock G, same person. PBJ and ubiquitous Bob James, same guy. Um, yeah, man. I, you know, that's how, we, that's how we get ahead of this thing, man. By doing what we're supposed to do, I know it's you know, um, it's a headache, bothersome at times and stuff like that. But um, it's something that you got to do, and there's no no real explanation why you shouldn't do. It. You know what I mean? So that's that. Um, again, once again, I want to thank you know PBJ for holding me down as he always does. I salute to Mrs. PBJ and all that, the whole PBJs and all them down there in Florida and all that. Um. The three-minute rant starts right now. I'm going to start my three-minute rant talking about Cam Newton and his situation with the kid at his football camp. Now, Cam Newton, we know his deal, okay? He's been in the league nine, ten years. Right? He's playing the Super Bowl. And, you know, I talked about Cam Newton. You know, he, he made a business decision, but that's besides the point. Um. He held a football camp in Carolina, right? And <clears throat> some kid, you know, was talking, you know, very disrespectful. <clears throat> very disrespectful. Oh, you a free agent, you garbage, you stink, uh, you, you know, you poor, you broke. And so Cam, you know, he, 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 I think he did the right thing. He did way better than me. He did way better than I would. He was like, you know, I'm rich. I'm rich. You know, then he got off of that and was like, well, where's your father at? Which for me is the bigger question. Because if his father was having a conversation with Cam Newton, that kid would have got checked. And that's what, that, that's what we're talking about here. It's a lack of respect, a lack of, uh, of just general, you know, stay in your lane-ness, if that makes sense. These kids don't like to stay in their lane. And when they get reminded no uncertain terms. Now they want to be a kid again. And it don't work like that. It doesn't work like that at all. So, again, at the end of the day, you know, Cam Newton deserves a little bit more respect than that. Then the kid gives some half-hearted apology. Yeah, I said it. It was half-hearted. Okay? Because at the end of the day, what you need to worry about is your future. Because Colleges are looking at that, okay? And you're trying to be in the position that Cam Newton is in right now. An NFL player, regardless of the fact whether he's a free agent or not, somebody's going to pick him up. So, again, at the end of the day, these kids need to learn, um, you know, real respect. And these other, and, 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 and these, you know, older cats, you know, I consider it like Cam is, you know, he's older than that kid. So they got to start checking these dudes, Joe. Because if you don't check them, the next one going to try it too and think he can get away with the match. 
Somebody got to be an example that you don't talk to me that type of way. Ask your father about me. And that part, I'm gonna, I, I, I have to speak to that a little bit. I think Cam was trying to be slick because I come from that certain situation where, you, you know, somebody says something slick to you, you say something slick to them. Cam was like, well, where's your father? And that could be looked at in a whole, you know, many different aspects. But I looked at it from the aspect of him saying something slick. And he's going over the kids' heads. Like, where's your father at? And Cam could always say, well, I need to talk to the father. I'm not getting nothing out of talking to this kid. But then again, we 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 from a certain area and a certain aspect and a certain demographic. We know what that means. We try to be funny. And I'm not mad at Cam. I'm not mad at him. That's the best way he could have stood his ground without being disrespectful to the kid. Because if you were disrespectful to the kid, it would have been a whole other situation. He should have talked to the kid that way and all this nonsense. So I'm glad Cam handled it like he did. Um, the kid gave a whack apology, and it is what it is, and that's a three-minute rant. All right, listen, um, we're in the building every Wednesday night, man, doing what we do. Um, shout out to Deion Sanders for winning his first game at Jackson State. Somebody went in the locker room and stole all this stuff. and I, I mean, it just is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to everybody that checks out the show. Shout, check me out on Twitter at RMDesk. Check out my crew. We're coming back. Knockoffs Radio will be coming back allegedly March the 7th. All right. That's um, Harlem Fresh birthday. So allegedly we coming back March the 7th. So make sure you uh, uh, check that, check us out for that. Check us out on Facebook after further review 2.0, a.k.a. the timeline path. And uh, all that good stuff right there. So Active VR Network is the spot. All right. No Knockoffs Radio after further review 2.0, a.k.a. the timeline path. And where you need to be at. All right, shout out to Devin M at Warroom Sports. Shout out to Sunny Cruz. We Super Bowl champs, baby. You know the vibes. All right, I'm out of here. I'll talk to you all next week. Salute.